Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Well, look, the reason I, we're going to talk about it is because I have an interesting email here that I wanted to read out. It was a complaint, I'll be honest with you. Hi, Niall, I want to complain about a poll you put up on Twitter today. You asked, should people get the vaccine so we can all get on with our lives? And it got, uh, and it got a resounding no. I'm so disappointed the people who follow you and the people you influence with these ridiculous polls. I find it quite concerning that out of the two and a half thousand that voted, only one in five said they'd be happy to see a vaccine passport. Uh, these people are saying no. Are, these people who are saying no are just irresponsible. And it's their fault that we'll never get back to normal. I have my concerns like everybody else about the speed the vaccine was developed. But I have to trust the scientists as that's their job. Uh, the, these people who won't take it uh, will stop the rest of us from getting back our lives and they're risking the lives of the vulnerable as well. Why don't you ask your Twitter followers and your listeners if it's irresponsible not to get the vaccine? Yeah. So they're basically saying I should reword the question and reframe the question. Uh, and and would, whoever that person is who sent that in to us with your anonymous name at the bottom of it, the dodgy email address by the way, if I reframe the question well then I'm reframing it with your agenda and not mine, if you know what I mean. So no matter which way I frame it, it takes a side. It's hard to, to word a question like that in some sort of, you know, I suppose, neutral way. But anyway, the NHS test and trace app could be used as a COVID-19 passport, according to the UK government, allowing people to be vaccinated and return to normal life. And this has just been reported today, and it could mean being vaccinated against coronavirus could become a condition for air travel and large events, etc., etc. And Boris Johnson and the Health Secretary, Matt Hancock, have long suggested the idea of what they call a freedom passport, uh, which would allow people to return to normal if they're vaccinated. Passengers may be required to prove that they have a COVID-19 vaccine before flying. People may have to prove they have a vaccine before they go to an event, at, say, at the Aviva Stadium or at the uh, Three Arena or whatever it happens to be. You might have to show a certificate or vaccination passport. Special vaccination passports could be introduced so that airlines can be sure that none of the passengers are spreading the coronavirus. It would be an official certification that someone has been vaccinated for COVID-19 and could be accessed online so a passenger wouldn't necessarily need to carry it around like original original passport. So in other words, it would automatically go on to your, your status, so to speak. So you wouldn't even have to produce it once you sign up with your, you know, your date of birth and everything else. It automatically comes up as you would if you're looking for a visa waiver for America, for example. The initiative is being considered, by the way, by Australian airline Qantas. They've already stated it. Their CEO, who I think is Irish, he's a very odd Irish accent, by the way. Uh, But it could be rolled out for all major international airlines and events if deemed successful. Now, just to let you know, by the way, the Pfizer, the Moderna, Pfizer, Oxford, Johnson & Johnson, there's a few different vaccines, probably about six of them all together uh, by the end of the year. Um, The first one, uh, which most likely is the, the Oxford one in the UK, available to people in the UK, I think it's probably going to be the Oxford one, they believe should be out next week. Now, it will go to frontline workers for the first few months and those who are more vulnerable. So don't be jumping up and down in the queue somewhere. Um, So the thing about it is, would you get it? And let me word it or frame it, the question, in the way this person who complained wanted me to do. Is it irresponsible not to get the vaccine? That's the question. Is it irresponsible not to get a vaccine passport, as they're going to be calling it, or a freedom passport, as it's going to be called? Is it irresponsible? Let me know. The number is 087188 That's 087188 Morris. Evening, Niall. How are you doing? Morris. I'm good. How are you? Good, Morris. Morris, would you be in the queue? I'd be in the queue if I was travelling out of Ireland. But for anywhere else, uh, restaurants, pubs, concerts, 
you can do all them out there. I don't think you should be forced in a country to say, right, get the jab or you're not in the gang. Definitely if I'm traveling out of Ireland and I'm COVID-free and they want evidence that I haven't got the virus and I did have a jab for traveling to Australia and exotic places, even England. Yeah, well, I mean, if you go to Thailand, you have to get jabs and all sorts of carry-on, yeah, exactly, don't you? exactly, for yeah. malaria and all that. Yeah. I'd definitely go through with that. But I think for anybody to say, well, hang on a minute now, if you want to get back to what you took for granted, i.e. your normal life, you have to have this. I wouldn't do it. I'd eat outdoor. I'd listen to music outdoor. I wouldn't go indoors again. Actually, the more I'm not in these places or events, pubs or restaurants or gigs, like the point or the tree, the, I call it the point still. The, the points, yeah, the, the point, point depot, depot, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I wouldn't, the more I'm out with them, the more I don't miss them. Let's be honest. Oh, but you're only saying that because you haven't seen no. them in over a year. I mean, I mean, no, I'm, I'm the same. We've kind of almost forgotten what normal life was like. Oh, it's just, I think basically, you know, we took so much for granted. And then when this came along, everybody got a slap in the face and said, well, actually, what do you do with your life? But here's the thing, Morris, right? And, and I'm with yeah. you, by the way. And I'm pro-vaccine, but I'm also against mandatory vaccination, right? I, do, I, be, I, be, I believe that people still should have... It should be... Everything should be by consent. Freedom of choice, Niall. Well, That's look, we and by the way, can I point out, there is no way constitutionally our government could force everybody to get a vaccine, right? Oh. Because you, that would be without your consent, because medical um, intervention can't be without your consent, right? Yeah. But they can turn around and say, as they do with, say, childhood vaccines, you can't yeah. go into a creche, for example. You know, your kid can't go into a creche, a private creche, without having childhood vaccinations. So what they could say is, you can't go in an airline, you can't go into a restaurant, you can't go into a bar, you can't go to an event, you can't go to any of these things if you don't have a vac- vaccine passport. It could be a stipulation and a guideline. It's another way of slipping it in mandatory through the back door. I yeah. don't like the idea of it, but as Ash no. said there a few minutes ago, and you know, I'm so sick of it now, Morris. I just, oh, just stick it in my arm and get over with it. I want to go on my holidays. But if everybody yeah. else doesn't do it, it's not going to work. And yeah, we're all going to be in the same boat and we're going to be going nowhere. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, I, I think, look, it's, it, everything just came on us really, really quick. Last March, we were all turned upside down and inside out. But you were born a free man in this country to make free choices and free movement. But I, I can still do that. I, I'd still yeah, be able to do that. I just won't be going free. anywhere. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't be paying for your water either because the water runs free. You'll get on to John O'Donoghue there with the, the water tax. Well, well, who was the famous politician who went on RT News about four years ago during the whole water tax thing? And the famous politician says, well, hold on for a second now. You know, it doesn't just fall from the skies, you know. It does actually. It does actually. But um, I, you look, it's just another way of controlling your two Noel as well. Like you have to do this and you have to do that. Like I remember discussing on your show. They brought up an idea in Australia. Get your kids the MMR, or you don't get your children. Children's allowance. That's right. They still you know? do that. They so, they yeah. pu- they punish you for not getting because, it. Yeah, because it's proven that it does save lives. I know a woman. Well, but, yeah, but, but, but scientists will have you believe that COVID 19s vaccine when it comes out, they, they will say we've proven ninety five percent successful. It'll cha- it'll save lives. That's what they'll say. It doesn't take five percent to kill you, though. It only takes one percent. Well, absolutely, yeah. You know, but so you could you, but you could say the same about the MMR. The MMR is not one hundred percent sure either. No, but it's proven more good than bad. But that's because we've been taking it for so long and there's there's a herd immunity because more than 80% of the population take it. Yeah, I watched a woman one day on the Late Late Show with Gabe Bourne, a lot of mercy on him, and her 12-year-old son got the German measles. I remember that. Horrific. He was left in a horrific state. A normal 12-year-old child on a Monday 
and he was totally dependent on his I mother. I mean, the, the measles were bad, but I, I remember the German measles. German measles, horrific. And yeah. it's just that you need to you need to protect children. We eliminate polio in this country. It was, so, it, I mean, by the way, is it funny how you know nowadays you're not Donald Trump isn't allowed to call it the China virus? Yet in those days we called it the German measles. Yeah, and it's amazing the way he's after coming up now because he turned around and said if they'd have brought out the information about the. The, the the vaccine a couple of days before they did, I would have won the election. He's fucking delusional. Excuse me, language. Well, well, yes, okay, but you have to hand it to him that he put together this program of all these scientists and he put the money into all this and he was the one you yeah. know who basically financed and bankrolled all the research into this vaccine. So you, he will go down in history as being credited for the person who but basically brought this forward. Now, I heard, I heard one Irish... Ah, uh, he's been, he's a bad loser saying, now, it seems, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, we have a I'll be the first, I'll be okay to admit that. You know what they said he done, Niall? He desecrated the office of the President of the United States, and I have to agree. Mm. He dragged it into the gutter. He really did. By the way, I, we, were, we were talking about something today, and if anyone knows the answer to yeah. this question, I would appreciate it, right? Let's say... Now, I know Joe Biden hurt his leg over the weekend walking his dog or something like that, right? Yeah. If Joe Biden kicked the bucket in the next, you know, week or two, just randomly just kick the bucket, right? Yeah. What happens? Because uh, nobody could really answer the question today. I think it's either another election or Camilla could step in. Kamala Harris. But, but yeah. yeah, but he's not president yet, no more than she's not vice president yet. Technically he is. Technically he is. He's, he's president-elect, isn't he? Yeah. Not, till, not till he's inaugurated, he's not president. Would, well, the fact that Trump lost the the, the presidency, would he, would he be allowed one again, or does he have to wait for four years? No, no, no. The, you, you, no, you could. You, no, well, you can leave a gap in between the four years. The Constitution of America said says two terms. It doesn't matter years. when. What? He said he's going to go again in four years. Yeah, well, he can. Yeah, he can yeah. if he wants to. Well, if if Joe still around. I think if Joe Biden kicked the bucket, he'd let his dog become president. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, I'm, I'm just wondering what the protocol yeah. is. Because if you're president and you drop dead, the vice president takes over. If the vice president drops dead, well, then the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, yeah. she takes over. Yeah. But if you drop dead before you're inaugurated, does the uh, incumbent president continue then another term? Or do they have another election? Or what happens? He's, yeah, he's president-elect until he's sworn in. So if that happens to him in the meantime, I'd say it's another election. I'd say it's another president. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm interested. If anyone knows the answer to that question, because we were trying to figure it out today, and I was Googling it and everything, and I think I could find the answer. So if anyone knows the answer to that question, you can text it into 087-188-0008. Right, let's back to vaccines again. Philip, you're yeah, on Casting Kids. How you doing, Philip? Yeah. Hi, Noel. How's it going? Yeah, good, good listening in. Um... I'm sure Trump's hoping Biden plays with his dog a bit more. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I, probably, yes. Break a leg, break a leg. <laughs> He'd break more than a leg. So, Philip, I mean, is it irresponsible not to take the vaccine or to get the vaccine passport or freedom passport, as they're calling it? No, I, I, I don't think it's irresponsible. I, I think people initially will have hesitancy, as they, as they rightly should, for what's been a rushed vaccine. I mean, we're looking at, like, a historic precedent for a vaccine being developed. Yep. It's, um, it's, the, it's kind of, you know, it's an mRNA vaccine. It's something that's kind of new. It's, it's innovative. So I, I think people are rightly concerned to be a little hesitant. Now, obviously, I don't want to go down this anti-vax sort of thing because I've gotten vaccinated going myself. Yeah. But the thing is, uh, like, I think what I can see people not taking is the precedent that if you don't take the vaccine, uh, you will basically become a second-class citizen. So no concerts, you won't get to travel, you won't get to, you know, go into certain settings socially. And I think that that's something that people outright from the beginning should just, you know, just take that one off the list. Because um, 
essentially, yeah, it, you know, we're, we're looking at like essentially not being allowed to uh, live our lives fully if right. we don't. Well, that's we basically what they're saying. Yeah. I mean, L- Professor Lou, you know, the other day, he said to a lot of second secondary school students, oh, if you don't have this permanent wristband, you, you don't get to go to your. Oh, bed. he was talking about a, 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 a wristband that you couldn't remove or something like that. I did see that clip. Yeah. He said, he said, no, no, I don't, again, there's, there's all these conspiracy theories you hear, and, you know, um, I, I, I think that that's, you know, really my word for conspiracy theorists is concerned citizen. So someone who is afraid of Bill Gates talking about micro-dot tattoos and, you know, these quantum tattoos that you'll have for all of your life to say I'm COVID-vaccinated, because as well, uh, I'd like to point out as well... I would hate to think we would ever go down that road. Now, I, by the way, I, I am a bit concerned that stuff that conspiracy theorists told me three years ago is actually coming true nowadays, which, which, uh, which scares me yeah. a little bit. But that, that still doesn't mean that I believe every conspiracy theory I hear, Philip, either. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Like, like I think, yeah, I think with everything, there's an element of truth and there's an element of mistruth. And I think with the Bill Gates stuff, it's... Sketchy to say the least. Like, I mean, some of it, some of the stuff I've heard is quite bizarre, actually. But you know what I mean? He's talking about a quantum dot that was yeah. invisible on your skin, and you you need you need to get that scanned everywhere you go, basically. And and the thing is, as well, I'd like to. Well, we all barcoded, will we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your, your, your co-host said said there. Oh, I'd love to go back to a gig, and I, I just want to go back to normal. Yeah. And the thing is, they've been. I, I'm sure you you've gotten that way too. They've been they've been basically it's locked down until vaccination. It's not lockdown uh, to live with the virus. So really, they're they're gearing us up to be to be fed up to be at the point where we yeah. But what ha- what happens if we if we go by the the kind of polls that are going around at the moment? It seems the majority of people are sketchy, as you say, or a bit. Uh, hesitant when it comes to this particular vaccine because you were right historically it's been very quick very rushed to say the least right so yeah. everybody's a little bit concerned and most people most who are people I know who are pro-vaccine have all said the same thing oh, I'll wait for a month or two and let's see everyone else gets it first you know what I mean right so yeah. we want everyone else to be a guinea pig right So, but what happens if people don't get it and there's only a 25% or 30% take up on the vaccine so that's going to be no good well, that's going to be their, their you know, like I, I've seen now that they're, they're, you know, they're expecting, they're probably going to have a very slow uptake. So I honestly think we're going to see, you know, this is just my personal opinion, of course, but we're going to see just this, you know, bombardment of um, propaganda from, you know, I won't say who, but it, we're just going to see like messaging like, oh, you, you want to, you know, kill your grandparents and it's going to be shame, more shaming. It's pretty much everything we've seen has been like a, a kind of a build-up to what we're, what's going to happen with the vaccine. The ultimate so the curtain twitching, of, yes. The likes of Berlin, D2, and sorry, I don't want to name names some places, but the, the, mm. the Dame Lane crowd, you know, oh, look, none of them are vaccinated, and they're all out drinking, and it's 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 going to be pretty nasty now, in my view. Um, Were you, you okay, but would you, I mean, you said you're not anti-vaccination because you've got vaccinations yourself, and, and do you have kids, by the way? I don't know. Okay, okay, all right, okay. But you've got vaccinations yourself in your own life. So, yeah. but but this particular one, you might wait wait it out and just see what happens. Is that what you're saying to me? Oh, wait it out and see. Like, but, okay, you know, so, yeah. so what are you going, what are you going to do if the airlines follow Qantas, which looks like they all may, and turn around say in May and say, right, here's the deal: all the flights yeah. are back up in the sky, holiday companies back open, you can all go in your holly bags, but you have to be vaccinated. I, I like I yeah, and I, I can see that being a possibility. But but I'd love to see a scenario where people don't take it and the airlines are left holding their. That's not going to happen. They want in their hands. Yeah, so, see, you know, because 
I'm thinking of me, right? And They're playing a game. Yeah, but my principles game. tell me at the moment, like everybody else, you know, I'm a little bit cautious too, like everybody else. I, even though I am pro-vaccine, I'm very cautious, like everybody else. But if it's if it's to stop me going away on holidays, you know, in the first quarter of next year, we're going to have a holiday, had a holiday this year, I'll be getting it. And that's the way I'm feeling, you know what I mean? I completely, like I love, like I've been to Asia and all, and I've got, I've gotten typhoid vaccines and all. I suppose my So well, then what's is, the issue then? If you've gotten yeah, well, typhoid well, well, vaccines my, in the past and stuff, then what's the it's issue? Not the, so it's not the vaccine, it's it's the making it a, fu- you know, you, you fundamentally have to have a vaccine. It's the principle. Your civil liberty freedoms. So personally, like, I might get the vaccine, you know, but it's the fact that they're going to outcast and castigate other people who don't get it. And like Luke O'Neill said, you'll need that permanent wristband and... It's just setting this. Well, I mean, I mean, fairness. It's, it's not. not I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not a fan of Luke O'Neill's at all. But I mean, yeah. he's not the only one saying it. I mean, there's a lot of scientists are saying that. Well, when I say a lot, the half that agree with us uh, are saying that we have to get the vaccine. And then you've Boris Johnson coming out there yesterday with Matt Hancock and talking about what they call the Freedom Passport, uh, yeah. which is the same thing. Um, and they're basically saying that once you have this, it'll be built into the NHS taste test and trace app. So once you yeah. get it, goes into your app. You're already on a national database. You don't even have to produce it in an airport. Once you put your flight number in, your pass, your passport number in, it'll come up on their screen that you're vaccinated. Uh, like, I look, I look at the idea of a freedom pass. It's like, I know we're in late night now, so it's like screwing for your virginity. So <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just think it's a crazy idea. Like, and, and people say... Oh, back to normal but it's not going to be normal you're going to okay well let me let me throw the emotional argument at you there you know and and you mentioned this yourself what are you going to say to other people and the person who complained to the radio station here today about my twitter account who said that you know these people who don't take it are stopping the rest of us getting back to normal and also risking the lives of the vulnerable how dare you yeah like well well, like like i said i think it's been laid up to to have this kind of us v them sort of debate and, and people you know, when I say I'm not, I, I'm going to wait to take the vaccine. It's it's not about principles of freedom. It's about being selfish and you don't care about me and you know you want to give it to my parents and all of this. So I think I think it's really we've been to have this us see them debate rather than a, a, a debate of facts, science, and and you know what's actually we're observing in reality. So okay, well, 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 well hang on a second because let me go to Angela. Angela, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Angela? Hi, Niall. How are you? Do you support the idea of a freedom passport or vaccine passport? Okay, so you'll be in the queue. I'll be in the queue. Okay, and for what reason? Is it because you just want to get back to your own life? That's it? Um, Yes, just want to get back to my own life. I am sick to death of not being able to go to matches. That's my top thing. The rugby matches, yeah. Yeah, go to my matches. Go to, Jesus, we missed it this year, the Forever Young concert. I can't wait for it next year. Um, you know, uh, like that concert, um, go over, visit relations um, across the water. Uh, so you you're know, saying to me you're only taking it because you have to. But do you agree with the idea and the principle? And Philip understands what you mean, but he just doesn't agree with the principle of forcing people into doing something. Well, see, you're not, you see, it's kind of a thing of you're not being forced into doing it. But you are. You're being treated as a second class citizen. If you don't, you don't enjoy the trappings of life. You don't yeah, do it. But, yeah, but I mean, then the way you look at it is why? Why should you? Um, God, how do I explain this? Um, what's the point in half people taking it and half the other people taking it, not taking it, because it's just going to spread anyway? So why should I take the vaccine, go on board the flight with a load of people? 
Now, I know I won't be able to get them, but why would you want to get on board a flight? Well, isn't, well, well how you, you've just made a really good point there, okay? And this is always an argument that's brought up with vaccines, right? Yeah. So if you take the vaccine and you get on a flight and say half the people haven't taken it, so what would you be worried about? Yeah. I just, honestly, I think that's just humanity, that you'd be worried about other people on the flight. But do other people what? Doing what? That, that they get it. You know, and once again, it's like... But they won't get it from you. That's what I mean. Well, mind you, there was an article in the paper there during the week that the vaccine doesn't actually stop you from transmitting it. It just stops you from getting symptoms. Yeah. I think that's... Maybe I'm wrong. I I don't think I'm wrong in saying that, because I read an article from some doctor during the week, and he said they're not still not too sure yet. Although they believe it has a 95% success rate, they're still not too sure in in relation to when you get a vaccine that you still can transmit it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, all I'm laughing at is I'm waiting for all the tinfoil hats to come out and go, you see, you see, we told you they'd come around some way that they'd be able to track and trace you across the world. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm waiting because that, that's what is going to be said. It's like they want to, to track you and know exactly what you're doing and this is going to be the way to do it. And, and do you mind that? Do you care? No, I don't give a damn. Well, see, well, they, well Philip, there you go. Angela doesn't give a shite if they're tracking and tracing. Once she can go to a rugby match and go on holidays. She doesn't exactly. care. You know, like, like, I just want to point out that, you know, saying that, you know, oh, it's, you're not being forced to take it. Like, this is like kind of hostage logic, you know. If you hold someone hostage and you say, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to kill you, but if you do this, I'll let you go. You know, you're, you're coercing them to do something that, you know, they don't want to do. So it is coercion. Uh, and, you know, I, I know how you feel, like, Angela, as well. You, you want to get back to normal life. But it's about it's about principles and it's about constitutional rights. So we're setting a precedent by allowing um, essentially, you know, a, a division. We're going to have um, people who can do things in society and people who can't do things in society, all based on a vaccine and um, being taken or not taken. So my problem is we're allowing the state to basically um, say you have to have a certain level of health to access basic amenities. I, I, I understand and what you're saying. Wrong. And by the way, by the way, it is wrong. You're right, Philip, and it is wrong. But you, you can argue that the state have always told us how we live our lives. And people don't like, people don't like being told what to do, right? But we are being told what to do all the time. We're being told we can't drive a car fast. You've been told you can't kill another person. We've been told you can't rob another person. You can't rape another person. You can't uh, sexually assault another person. You, th- there's, there's rules to living. Do you know what I mean? There are rules. And, and there's moral laws as well. There's a moral code to living too. Well, so, the thing with this, Niall, is the way, you know, as I said, it's getting back to normality. It's getting everything open again. It's getting all artists, you know, back on the stage. Like, I think this is the first year in how many years that, you know, and this is quite upsetting that there's no new movies being made. I know, and it's quite shocking, isn't it? Angelo, could I ask you, like, um, would, would you yeah. be okay with you taking the vaccine and being, like, more or less 95% protected and me not taking it and we just we just see what happens with that? Would, would that? would that be okay for you? And then I could go to gigs, you could go to gigs and we get back to normal? No, because... Because then it could be you just have half the place that are spread and stuff and half the place that are not. See, there is an argument as well, Philip, that the principle behind vaccines is herd immunity and always was, right? Now, I know we can build up natural herd immunity. That takes time and there can be prisoners for that one. But in saying that... 
um, you know, with this particular one, if the vaccine hadn't come along, I would have been quite happy to go down the route of what they call natural herd immunity. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay, but in saying that, if we don't get a herd immunity, so if everyone doesn't take it, um, well, then we risk the lives of those who can't take it. Because there are, of course, people who are vulnerable, people who are maybe getting cancer treatments, people who are elderly and maybe have comorbidities. They can't, a lot of them won't be allowed or won't be able to take a vaccine because their immune systems are too weak. So in, in saying that, we do... The herd immunity is valuable to those people who could die. Yeah, and I, I'm not playing emotional blackmail on you. I'm just saying that's just no. just how vaccines work. Like, like, like I said, like if if people choose to take the vaccine, then like my understanding of it is like basically the more who take it, we we create a sort a sort of immunity barrier that I think they call it. So yeah, and eventually, stop. and eventually, yeah. then it kind of disappears. Well, that's like, the plan. That's the plan normally, isn't it, with vaccines that you eradicate like, yeah, something. And, and I have I have had these heard these arguments and they are valid. Like, don't get me wrong, but but my my, my question to that is like, um, well, people are you know have uh, they're, they're not immune to a lot of things. So what do they do? Like, I I want to ask you know because it just feels like these people aren't being heard. You know, are they going to be in a bubble now for the next three years? Because it's going to take that time for people. No, it is. Yeah, it's because it, it could take to, longer than that. So they're, they're they're saying 2023 to roll out a vaccine. So I, I want to know I want to know for people who are you know I have parents who are over 65. Well, what, what did you say 2023 to roll out the vaccine? They, according to the government and according to most places, it should be available to the general public by probably March. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Mid 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 2022, I think they're saying. But the thing is, are you they, joking me? Who said that? Who said that? Mid, mid, mid 2021, sorry. sorry. 20, <laughs> you went from 23 to 22. Now you're at 21. <laughs> no, I mean, no, they said uh, healthcare workers, you know, and those obviously the front line will get it first, obviously. The teachers got their shout in, by the way, and they wanted to be up there as a healthcare, as the front line workers. So by the time they get around them, it's going to be around March or so before it's available to the general public. And to be honest with you, you know, I can see there being a concerted effort, a huge effort to give it out in all all sorts of places, workplaces, everything. I can yeah. see this vaccine being, I mean, they've already got, I know Pfizer, before they even got the go-ahead on it, had five million vials actually filled and ready to roll. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know? And the same, I know in Britain, the Oxford one, they've already got two million vials of it ready to go, I believe. Yeah, well, everyone else Back up in Ireland, forget them first before they start giving it out to all the other countries. Yeah, well, the problem is it's it's made by a lot of it's going to be made over here actually, but it will be shipped to other countries before it gets to us. That's the problem. Have you seen the movie Contagion? Have you? Uh, no, I've seen Outbreak with uh, Dennis, Dennis Hoffman. Oh, you should watch Contagion. It's like it's like COVID-19, obviously a very much more dangerous virus, right? Because it attacks the brain, right? But in saying that, it's a very similar scenario. They do they show how the WH works, WHO works, and, and, you know, when you get into pandemic scales and all that. But anyway, the vaccine, when it comes out in the end, because everybody wants it at the same time, is given out on birthdays. So the president of America goes on television and he says, right, anybody with a birthday on the 1st of January, you get your vaccine today. Anyone with a birthday on the 2nd of January, that's the way they did it, like a kind of lottery system like that. Oh, but that's not fair now. I'm not till July. <laughs> 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 okay, well, stay there for a second. Let me just go to Billy. Billy, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Billy? Not too bad, man. How are you keeping? Good, Billy. There's a, there's a, there is a kind of element of excitement by some people in relation to the vaccine, and then there's hesitancy by others. So, I mean, with the idea of a vaccine or freedom passport, in other words, you know, if you get vaccinated, you can do all the things you did before, and if you don't, you can't. Is that fair? 
Yeah, definitely is fair. And it happens all over the world already in countries that have things like yellow fever. So if you cross a border in East Africa going into somewhere like Ethiopia, you need to be able to show that you have a vaccination against yellow fever before you're allowed to enter the country. Mm -hmm. So if every country in Europe says you need to have the COVID vaccine before we let you in, tough luck of you if you go and say I'm not taking it. You know, you just have to take it and get on with it. What's the mortality rate of something like yellow fever? I'm not familiar with yellow fever. Maybe Ashley will have a look. But the yeah, mortality... Yeah, you have to Google I, I, that for me. Yeah, well, Ashley's going to Google it for me now, so you're grand. But I imagine it sounds a lot more dangerous than COVID-19 with the greatest respect. I, I believe in certain parts of the world it would be, yeah. But, like, if, if you think about it, Niall, look at the vaccination programmes that have happened over the last 120 years with things like polio, uh, smallpox. You know, these were massive global endeavours to vaccinate huge populations to kill off viruses like polio, which is on a resurgence now because the anti-vax movement has, has kind of brought it back from the dead. But things like smallpox were wiped out, I think, in the 60s is the last oh, case of smallpox. Can I just mentioned, yeah, that's, and by the way, we, we the, the vaccine for that we found purely by accident from cows, exactly. cowpox. Uh, but, but just looking here, yellow fever virus is estimated to cause 200,000 uh, cases of the disease and 30,000 deaths each year, with 90% occurring in Africa, 20% to 50% of the infected people who develop the severe, severe disease will die. Now, that's a high mortality rate. It's, yeah. It's so it's not really a comparison, but I get what you I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. The, the point the point is though, you need to have a vaccine in your passport to go into the country. So you know, if if every country and was it Philip that was saying that it's a, a, a kind of an invasion on on civil liberties to to do it in this country, you know, you, you can't force people in this country to take it. And he's right, constitutionally, it would be very difficult. To do yeah, that. you need to consent or, to, med- to to medication or to exactly. healthcare. Yeah, if you cross a border into another country and they say our rules are you take the vaccine when you enter the country. There's very little. In yeah, but, he, but he's and he's OK with that. But he yep. says, I'm not taking a vaccine so I can go to the free arena or go to the Aviva Stadium when it's in my own country. Well, Otherwise, I'm being treated as a second class citizen. That's what he's saying. Not necessarily treated as a second class citizen. To be fair, you're just it's, it's a it's, it's a public health duty, really, to protect the population. Can, can I ask you, Billy, uh, like, you know, we, we have a flu vaccine now. Some people take it, some people don't take it, but they're not... Ah, oh, we don't it. have the flu anymore. That's gone now. Did you not hear that? No. Well, yeah. <laughs> there hasn't oh, been yeah. one oh, single oh, case of it this know. year, surprisingly that's, enough. That's a slippery slope. Let's <laughs> yeah, not get like into that tonight. Go on, yeah, yeah but... But, but we, have, we, have, we have, we get, you know, in work, they are flu vaccines. Some people take it, a lot do, and some people don't. So, you know, they, like I said... I'm not for getting it taken or not taken, but I, I'm just totally against the idea that you have it, you get to you get the green pass to go wherever you want. They have it, they they don't. So you know, I, I, you know, if it's effective and it saves lives, yeah, okay, take it. But you know, um, castigating people and you know, yeah, sorry, Angela. Hang on. My whole outlook in it is so. What happens if this vaccine comes out and nobody wants to take it? That's a yeah. concern. Well, not enough people taking it is a concern. Yeah. I mean, personally, Billy, that, personally, that, that is a huge concern, isn't it? I mean, I'll the front of you. I'll take it straight away. Yeah, but it is a, yeah, but it is a huge concern, Billy, that it's, there's no point in you taking it. If, you know, if we don't get more than... Well, they reckon... Some scientists reckon, look, about 50% of the population are probably already immune with T-cell immunity. Okay, that's some of the theories that are floating around at the moment. If 30 or 40% of people take the vaccine, we could be up to about 70 or 80% herd immunity it could be gone very quickly. But we don't know is the answer to that question. There's different theories from different scientists. But let's say we need 70% uptake. Uh, I, think, which is, I, think it's, I think it's closer to 80% for the, the vaccine to be effective in... in, in and well, yeah, and, and, if you add, and what I'm saying is if you add people who are already immune, 
possibly those who've already had it. And it looks like you can't get it a second time. There has been the odd case, uh, but it looks like you can't get it a second time so far. That from what we've seen, the evidence, what so, we've seen. So in order, in order to, to kind of to, to gain that out now, like to figure out what fifty percent of the population already have an inbuilt immunity, you'd have to blood test everyone. Uh, absolutely. And, so that's not possible. So you're right. So so in other words, we probably need to get at least say at least sixty to seventy percent of people of the population taking it before it takes any effect, right? So, yep. And what but happens I, if we don't? What happens if only 20% you know, put their hand up for it? What happens as you then? Said, as you said, if 20% put their hand up and take it, you've got 20% of the population who aren't going to suffer from the symptoms of it. Um, you're probably going to have more rolling lockdowns in the country until the, the uptake is higher. Because the government, like, whether you agree with it or not, the initial lockdown was based on evidence coming out of China and Italy where there was very high death rates initially and it was a it was a, a reaction to that. So it was a scare. Well are, are we going to are we going to have a situation like in the movie Contagion where, you know, if you do get it, you have a little kind of card that you flash and you'll be able to go about your life uh, and you'll be able to not leave your county during a lockdown. You'll be able to open your business during a lockdown. You'll be able to do those things during a lockdown that other people but can't do. No, the thing with that is yeah. um if it's only 20%, then you are just going to have pubs can't open like they did. It's yeah, but you can't, we can't live like this for long. No, we yeah. can't. Well, because unfortunately the, bank, the government is bankrolling this whole situation. We're up to 80 billion, they reckon, so far when you take into consideration next year's tax take. Uh, so that's yeah. the debt we already have, 80 billion. You know, within reason, Billy, we're not going to be able to keep doing this lockdown carry on for much longer. I, I would agree with you on, on the, the financial and the, you know, I think every lockdown that we go into, you're going to have a lower and lower observance rate of it. So it's it's self-defeating. But, you know, it, people need to kind of look and say, do we really want to go back to where we were? And if this vaccine is a way of doing so, it's, it's you know, it's their civil civic duty really to take it. Have you it's looked hex- into the vaccines, by the way? Have you done a little bit of research on them? I haven't done a lot of research okay. on it. No, have okay. not. And I'm just wondering how people decided which one they want to go for because so far there's four. Do you think we'll be given a choice? I'm, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you will. Maybe some doctors will have a choice. And I, I know some I, people. I'd, are, I'd say it'll more be a case that you know different different countries uh, will have different. Muslims. Well, different dispensing centres in Ireland, depending on where you go, because from what I've heard, the HSE are getting three million of one, five million of another. So there'll probably be a, two or three different vaccines in country, but it'll probably very much depend on where you go and when you go there as to what vaccine you will get. Okay, stay there. But John, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, John? How you doing? Uh, good, John. I mean, John, if you were to get a vaccine passport, which will let you live your life as normal, uh, would you go and get it? Let's go back to that. When Leo Varadkar came out and he was in Washington and he stood on the steps that then he told us that there was at least 10,000 people who died from the country, right? Mm. Now, if this was a real pandemic, right, there was a virus that we know that that's a given. There's no one disputing that fact, right? But if this is a pandemic, like his words would not be ringing through. In fact, it would be double. If, you were, if we had this pandemic that he told us, right, we would now have 20 to 30 to 40,000. But I think, I think he was judging. I mean, Jesus, John, with the greatest respect to Leo at that time, uh, when he stood on the steps in Washington, you know, I was receiving, like everybody else, WhatsApp messages with people in China lying in the middle of the street dead. We genuinely thought there was something a lot more serious than what actually happened. Thankfully, yeah, it wasn't if, as serious. If, if, if you remember as well, I remember Luke O'Neill, the famous Luke O'Neill, on the late day, just showing everyone how to wash their hands. He was asked by the host of the show, uh, Ryan Tubbett. About wearing masks. About wearing masks. Yeah, Wait and he said people who want to wear masks are watching too many horror movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, we were told 
that 99% of people would get it, would have symptoms, but would recover. We were also told that you would have to sneeze or cough very close to a person before you would pick it up. And yes, we are at the stage we are now at where the country is run into the ground. This is the biggest con job that ever hit the planet. Not a when you say con job, you admitted that there is a virus there. There is a virus, but not, not, not to the extent that it's going to... Okay, so you believe it's an overreaction. I, I, but by the way, I'm, I, by the way, I'm not going to disagree with you. I, I firmly believe it's going to be a complete overreaction. But, but, but the, we are where we are. And you have to... John... You know, I'm not running the country and neither are you. We've got a you know a crowd in there around the country. Some people call them a pack of galoots. Others will say they're being responsible. It depends on what side of the argument you happen to be on. I don't necessarily agree with every, all the things they're doing. Okay, I don't believe lockdowns are the answer. But that, we are the, where, John, we are where we are. That's the answer, isn't it? Mike, can I, can I jump back in there? She's on the line there. She said there. She, wants, she wants to get right. back to her life, yeah. right? But there's no one stopping her. The only people stopping her, like I mean, are the government who are enforcing... Yeah, but what's she going to do with that? Well, sorry, sorry, Billy, you want to say something to John there? Sorry, I was, I was just going to say, all, all these times that are called in, and John, I've, I've always listened to John, I always wanted to, to debate him on something. But John, when, when this kicked off, if you look at the, the videos that were coming out of Italy, where the army was called in to, the, to get rid of bodies, because they were stacking them up that high in the mortuaries in Italy because of the spread. If you remember back to March, when Ireland were playing Italy in rugby, the, the backlash in media and in the public about Italian fans being allowed to travel over to, and, uh, and to a game that and was cancelled. Well. Yeah. Well, and and the, spread, the spread and the bump that happened thereafter, it was huge. And then if you look at when the pubs, restaurants and everything else opened up in the summer, and if you take a look at the way the numbers have risen since, there's a very clear correlation. I, would, I wouldn't agree with you, Billy, on that. If you no, actually, no, if you no, actually look at the end of June is when everything came back and our cases were no, the lowest no, for the next two months. So I, I don't necessarily agree with you. When you look at the curves, Billy, the way these curves work, I mean, I don't like a lot of experts, more, a lot more intelligent than me, with who do data and logistics and all that kind of thing, have shown these curves that in the last six weeks, the lockdown that we've just done, as far as they're concerned, some of them has been a complete waste of time that it was going down anyway. No, no, so I, I, now, again, I'm not an expert, but they're, they're looking at these graphs, they show that clearly. Nice. I just say, Noel, as well. Um, you know, we were we were told. I remember they sought, they sailed one of those, um, you know, uh, military boats up the Liffey. Uh, and where is it now? It's it's sailed away, sailed back to the harbour. Yeah, but that was the night. Yeah, the Nightingale Hospital or whatever. Yeah, it's it's tied up and down in Holborn at the moment. Okay, well, what, sorry, lads. One at a time. I can only hear one at a time. Nice. Yeah. Get, yeah. Get, get oh well, hi, John. John, go ahead. Getting back to the vaccines. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, what will happen here is we are told no that you will have to, uh, you'll, you'll get the vaccine, and in two weeks after, you must get a booster, right? And we, also, yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. What will happen is, well, no, this will no... Be I don't know if that's the case with all the vaccines, by the way, but yeah, but certainly yeah. The, the Pfizer one, yeah, I, I believe what, that's the case. What's going to happen now is, this, no, it will be a yearly thing, no, you'll have to get your flu injection, but you'll also have... But we don't, we don't, we don't know that yet. Well, I, so because they, 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 they don't know the answer to that question. Some, some medics, I thought, say that. So if that means that, I mean, that means trillions for the big farmer, trillions for the investors, right, and the shareholders. But you, right? you see, fact, now, but see, John, when somebody turns around and says the big farmer, I immediately think, you know, you're grateful for the big farmer when you have a headache and throw a paracetamol in your, in your, in your gob. But, you see, but you're grateful thing. for the big farmer when you're lying in your deathbed in the hospital this, this, and a doctor this, this, comes this, out with a syringe this, to fix you. This, this, so, this, I mean, and, uh, hold on. I mean, don't get me wrong. I absolutely agree with you that these pharmaceutical companies are making a fortune. Their share prices have gone through the ceiling. Johnson, Johnson, Pfizer, uh, Moderna, uh, Oxford, uh, the, the, the company that are doing it for Oxford, they're, they're all gone through. The share prices have gone through the ceiling. 
and understandably, right, because they've just spent millions on research, probably most of the money they've been given by governments, by the way. They haven't spent their own money on it. So the point is, I am not disagreeing with you. Yes, they're profit-making. But you have to also look at what... You don't generalise about Big Pharma because Big Pharma has extended the length of our lives from 65 yeah, years to well, 85 well, years in the space that, of 100 that, that, years. That, that, that's a given, right? But at the same okay, time, so they, you know, they're not always bad, Big Pharma. No, no, but at the same time, like, I mean, isn't it amazing? This virus came out of nowhere, right? And all of a sudden, no, we've got a vaccine, no, and they're walking around the clock different, uh, different people right around the world. And we have supposed to three or four of them, no. Yes, there's still trillions being spent on cancer treatment. Like, Why isn't the same effort being put in by Big Pharma into curing cancer? Well, there, well, there, well, there is an effort being put in, but you're comparing apples and oranges, by the way. When, okay. when you look at a coronavirus, it's an individual virus of DNA, whatever it's made up of, right? It's not actually a living thing. People think it is. It's just DNA or some sort of protein, right? But anyway, when you look at this, it's an individual thing. When you talk about cancer... How many different types of cancer are there? You've got tumours, you've got malignant melanomas, you've got lung cancer, you've pancreatic cancer, you've skin cancer, breast cancer. There's so many different types of cancer and the way cancer works. It's not that easy. There's not a f- one fix for cancer. No, but it's amazing, as I said, all of a sudden they could put in this humongous uh, effort. Yeah, but you're kind of insinuating that they're avoiding a cure for cancer because they make too much money out of it. Well, I, I, I don't I'm buy that. I'm saying it's stayed old because... I don't buy that. If there was no need for chemotherapy or the other drugs in the morning, there would be trillions wiped off. Well, I, well I'll tell you now, if, if I owned a big pharma company and yeah. I could bring out an injection tomorrow to stop people from getting cancer, by Jesus, I'd bring it out and make a fortune. I'd charge a thousand quid a shot for it. <laughs> Yeah, but it's, so, it's, I mean, that's a, that's a ridiculous idea, so John. You, well, you, over, over time, you actually make more money. Like, I mean, no, people are always born. People are always getting old. So if I was a big pharma company and I had a cure for cancer in an injection, I'd be selling it for a grand a pop. So that, the idea that that somebody's trying to stop them coming up with a cure for cancer, John, you're more intelligent than that. Come on. No, I know, but there's actually, there's more money to be made, like, if you continue... No, there isn't. No, there isn't. That's that's nonsense. Sorry, sorry, Billy, what are you trying to say there? Sorry, it wasn't me. Oh, oh sorry. Sorry, sorry Angela, what was it? Go ahead, Angela. They've said that for years about everything. they said it about diabetes. they said it about that they're never going to, and especially diabetes because it's so costly, um, that uh, they're, they're never going to find um, a cure for it. Like, that's a load of crap. You know, because I'm type 2 diabetic now um, since last week. Shock horror. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, if, if, if I could get a cure for it, I'd get a cure for it. And of course, everyone wants to have a cure for everything. But they've said that for years that Oh, do you know it's um, uh, it's it's too costly. Yeah, but Angela, the the point the point being is that's been around for a long, long time. And so is asthma. Is, so there's loads of illnesses yeah. that we don't but have this, cures this, for this, because this they're complicated. Only, this thing only mushroomed last March. Right? I know, but John, you're not comparing like with like this is a virus. So, your so body nine, has antibodies for a virus. All a vaccine does is encourages your body so you to grow it, those it, antibodies. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. Like I mean, how, not, it's not even a year old yet. And we have this virus now that's threatening humanity, and all of a sudden we've got vaccines. This thing stinks to high heaven. Okay. John, is you can't catch cancer. You don't catch diabetes or asthma. But yeah, but it's but your you own body is failing. If you, if, if, you yeah. catch your, if you catch COVID, I mean, yeah, it's not going to kill you either, not everybody. 
Well, no, it's not. But by the way, when you say that, it's not going to kill most people. Let's be clear about that. Ninety-nine point whatever it is percent of people will will happily walk away from it feeling fine. Uh, well, not feeling fine. Obviously, some people might be a little bit sick for a while. Okay, yeah. Well, no, hang on. Sorry, what are you trying to say there, Philip? Sorry. Well, Philip's gone. Oh, you have to wrap it up anyway. But, but Niall, it's, yeah. it's a case of, are you are you a gambler as a person or are you not? Do you want to take a gamble that you are not going to take the vaccine and you're going to be fine? Or do you want to take the vaccine and, you know... Yeah, John, a, you're no spring chicken, John. Well, I tell you, I don't want to wake up tomorrow morning for you after taking a friend out of me, will you? Is that falling off? <laughs> <laughs> well you can be sure as I said those stories will be going around as soon as the vaccine's released you're going to have Mary on Facebook me heard the woman around the corner said her husband got it and his two eyes fell out well, are you going to have Tom coming on saying why am I speaking like this I wasn't like this at all yesterday <laughs> me testicles fell on the ground yes sorry Angela go ahead uh, just to say, I am. Um, I texted my cousin there in the states, and um, I sent the the um, uh, article over to you about the president if he dies. Oh, okay. Oh, was that you that said that? I'm going to read it out now. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So the answer to the question I asked earlier on, because I genuinely didn't know. Yeah, I genuinely didn't know the answer. By the way, yeah. uh, which was oh yeah. E- Where's it? I'm gonna. It's, okay, the Twenty Fifth Amendment, Section One, clarifies Article Two, Section One, Clause Six, by stating unequivocally that the Vice President is the direct successor of the President, yeah. and the President and becomes President if the incumbent dies, resigns, or is removed from office. That doesn't answer the question, Angela. Did I ask? No, it doesn't because he's not. The, Biden is not the President yet. The question well, I asked. No, he's the President elect, but he's not the President. Oh, Donald Trump is still president. the President. That's enough. Oh, no, okay. Now, the question I asked, and maybe somebody can clarify, and yes. a couple of people are trying to answer this here. If Biden drops dead tomorrow, right? Gosh, I hope the man doesn't. But if he drops dead tomorrow, if he keeps bringing his dog for a walk, and what happens then? I'll tell you what, what happens. happens. If he, if he drops dead tomorrow, right? Yeah. He's the president-elect, right? Yeah. He's the vice president-elect, so the vice president-elect automatically becomes president. No, she becomes president-elect. President, no, yeah, president-elect, but she's going to Nile. be president. Nile. Okay, well, okay, so, okay, somebody says if Biden dies before uh, the Democratic National Committee have an ability to name a replacement, okay, there are loads of people have answers there. Okay, somebody else says, uh, what was he? Love so many Trump haters will take the vaccine. Uh, technically, Biden is nothing until the electoral, where is it? Electoral College certified the election. There is legally no such office as office of the president-elect. If a president-elect dies before assuming office, the Constitution's 20th Amendment resolves the, this problem directly. The vice president-elect becomes the president. Yes, that's what I Kamala. Oh, the Jesus, we're in trouble then. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> 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 oh, listen, I have to go, lads. I have to wrap it up. Thanks very much indeed, Billy. Thanks to John and thanks to everybody. And uh, oh, he says, well, if the president-elect dies before assuming office, the Constitution, yeah, we go, okay, well, thanks. We got it, we got it, we got it. Okay, so you're telling me that Kamala will get it. She, she goes then forward to be president in January. Is that is that the case? Because I didn't know. I thought that maybe they would have to either run an election again or just Trump gets him for another four years because he's not... Biden is not actually the president yet.